Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. Welcome to Alive and Green with your host, Mario Jr. Want to help save the planet and have fun while you do? Eco Mario will give you the green scoop and maybe even tell a joke or two. Now, here's your host, Mario Jr. Thank you. Welcome to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show on Voice America Kids. I am Mario Jr. And our topic today is people. Is it really organic? And believe me, listeners, we will find out. Because guess, my guest today is the author of the book, Is It Organic? The awesome Misha Popoff. Hello, Misha. How are you doing today? Doing very well, Mario. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Well, let's get organic. Please tell our listeners again who you are, the name of your organization, and how can they get their own copy of Is It Organic? Well, my name is Misha Popoff, and I grew up on an organic farm, an organic grain farm. And I became an organic inspector in 1998, which was coincidentally the, the year that President Bill Clinton was, uh, was trying to get organic standards hammered out in the United States. Wow. In any case, I'm, I'm Canadian, but I, I trained in the United States. I worked on both sides of the border as an inspector for five years. Wow. And then I um, I decided to write a book about it, and people can get it by going to my website, which is um, isitorganic.ca. Make sure you go to .ca, isitorganic.ca. Well, thank you. Well, you know I love to have fun, so in each broadcast, I will have a joke of the day, and I will give a great green tip of the day to help you on your great green journey. So here's the riddle to the joke, and you know, at the end of the show, I will give you the answer. And the riddle to the joke is, how can you tell the ocean is friendly? Wow, that's a nice one. How can <laughs> you tell the ocean is friendly? Misha, do you, do you have any guesses? <laughs> um, how can you tell the ocean is, is what? Friendly. Friendly. Funny? Friendly. Friend. Oh, friendly. You got it. Tell <laughs> the ocean is friendly. Um, because it waves at you? <laughs> oh, you were the first one to guess it. Right, the first time. Congratulations. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> wow. That is a great one. That's a great one. That's awesome. That right. is awesome. Congratulations. <laughs> That's because it's organic. Right. You know, we know the bottom line. Fantastic. That's amazing. All right. <laughs> well, let's get back to the show. All right. Sure. Well, I know you lived on a farm when you were a child. Now, where were you born, and what was your favorite thing to do on the farm, and why? Ah, well, uh, I was born in Saskatchewan, which is just above North Dakota. Okay. In Canada. And my favorite thing on the farm was, I guess, to ride my horse. I had my own horse when I was six years old. We didn't have a a TV on the farm until I was 12. Wow. So I, I rode my horse. (laughs) <laughs> and then um, we, we got rid of my horse because she was too small for us when, when we all grew up. But then something else happened uh, when I turned 12. I got my own car. <laughs> oh, wow, that's cool. That was a lot of fun. 
Wow, that's amazing. That's very interesting. Now, let me ask, Misha, are you married? Do you have children? And do you currently have a farm-based home? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm married. Uh, my wife and I have three lovely children, and we just had our third uh, just just over a week ago. Wow, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> well, congratulations also. <laughs> Pardon me? Well, congratulations. Oh, yes. Well, thank you. Yes, it's it's wonderful to have kids. It's so uh, I think it's the whole reason we're here, frankly, uh, <laughs> to have kids. So there, there we go. We're having kids. Well, do you have a farm-based home? A what? A farm-based home. Like, do you have cattle or, um, like, a garden? Oh, no. Well, see, now my wife and I, we, we don't live on the farm. We live in the city. We always had a garden, and but we recently moved into a townhouse, and you're not allowed to have a garden here because it's a oh. strata. Okay. But, yeah, we always had a garden when we had our first home for years, and a huge garden in the backyard. Wow, interesting. Now, yeah. why, now, what, what, now, what kind of vegetables did you have in, in, in your garden? What kind of vegetables? Yes. Um, we, you know what, um, we're both quite busy. So we liked growing things that didn't require a lot of maintenance. Okay. Um, so all of your, um, all of your uh, squashes. Okay. Wow. A, Interesting. Once a squash or a cucumber or a pumpkin, once those plants get established, nothing, nothing in, in the world of weeds will compete with them because their leaves are so broad. Right. Uh, okay. Like a, a, a big watermelon leaf can be as as big around as your face, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> so they're, they're like umbrellas. So we right. really like that. We, we grew a few tomatoes, but mostly the low-maintenance squash and melons and cucumbers. Interesting. Now, mm. were you able to, uh, when, once they were all uh, fully grown and um, more more able to eat, um, were you were you able to eat them and uh, cook them in different foods that, uh, that you had that dinner? Yeah, the, the other nice thing about squash is they keep very well. If you you don't have to refrigerate them. If you put them on your basement floor over the winter, okay. once they're not you know close to the furnace, they'll usually keep all winter long. Especially the hard shelled squash, like the okay. uh, spaghetti squash, that'll keep a good long time. <laughs> now, so what do you think about that, Mom? I think that is absolutely wonderful. I'm learning so much. We're going organic here more and more. So I think we're on the right track speaking to Mr. Misha today. How's that? It's going great. <laughs> well, you are listening to the Voice of America Kids. I am Mario Jr. And our topic today is people. Is it really organic? <laughs> now, Misha, now I understand yeah. you currently work as an on-air political commenter. On yeah. and host with AM eleven fifty news talk radio, also as a columnist with the local Daily Courier. I think that I think that's really interesting. You can bring me can you bring me through a day in your life of an organic activism? Um, well, I do all my work from home. Um, and I yeah awesome. working in the radio and print business, a lot of people think, you know, that the, the, the print industry is finished because of the internet. Right. And I, I, I think that there's a lot of newspapers that are doing really well. It's just that newspapers have become so boring. So naturally <laughs> people, people turn to the internet because they're, you know, they're, they're tired of 
of reading, you know, about the local bake right. sale. <laughs> and that's not mm-hmm. important, but people want, they want real news. Right, they want it now. Always, <laughs> I, I've always said that I don't care if someone agrees with me or disagrees with me, but I, I think we should have a good, healthy debate. Right. I don't see much debating anymore anywhere <laughs> in the media. So anyway, I, I try to bring that kind of spirit to all of my media work on the radio and in print. Wow, so what do you think about that, Mom? That's interesting. I think that is interesting, and, and uh, Misha brings up a really great point uh, with debating. You know, you don't have to agree, but let's talk about what's going on around the world right. and see if we can come to a conclusion, not a conclusion, but have some greater ideas that for your generation, Mario Jr., and the little one that was just born uh, a week or so ago <laughs> with uh, Mr. Misha, that uh, we have a world that's full of ideas and uh, the horizon is filled also. So I think that's a, a great point. Mm-hmm. Right, and I like how Misha said it, healthy debate, not a, a healthy. fight, not saying like, oh, you're wrong, you're wrong, and you're wrong. Mm-hmm. It's a healthy debate. You don't have to fight. You're just yeah. saying what you feel and... You know, just going with it. So I, I like how Misha said yeah. that. Cool. Yeah, that, that's a good point, Mario. I, getting to the issue of organics and, and my book, right. um, a lot of people, when I when I first started talking about the problems in the organic industry, they mm-hmm. didn't want to talk about it. They yeah. just, okay. They, they wanted to just, you know, sort of shut me up and, and they oh. would accuse me of destroying the organic industry because <laughs> I was daring to say anything <laughs> negative about it. And right. I thought, wow. Is the organic industry that fragile that you guys can't handle a little bit of criticism? Right. In any case, that's changing now. I'm 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 getting some recognition for my work and okay. and, and yeah, there's there's no other way to to help improve things. Right now, Misha, what was the turning point for you that made you decide to study in the organic realm? Hmm. About to work in organics? Yes. Yeah. Um, well, it was. You know what? It. I guess. To be honest, I I grew up on the farm, so it was just part of life. Right. And we were organic on that grain farm before there was even such thing as certified organic. We were just, that's just the way we farmed. Right. And then in, in 1993, we actually got the farm certified, and then we could get oh, a higher nice. premium for the, the harvest. Um, so that just seemed natural to me. I will say, though, that it was later in life when I became an inspector... And I saw hundreds of other organic farms. I all at once gained uh, a better appreciation of what organics is. At the same time, I realized, you know, organics is probably never going to be able to feed the world. And mm, and that's right. sacrilegious. Some people think that's just horrible to say, but it's true. You have to be it, true. Organics is about making something that's pure right. and better quality, better tasting, higher nutrition. And... It's just a fact of, of the natural environment that, you know, we, we have 7 billion people to feed. We, we're probably not going to feed them all wow. with organic farming. Mm-hmm. I hope Seven. organic farming grows, but I, I realized that when I became an inspector, Mario. When, when okay. I grew up on the farm, I probably would have thought that, yeah, we could feed the world. But when I became an inspector and, and really, I, I, I inspected over 500 farms in five years. And so I really gained an appreciation for the realities of organic farming and and yeah so I, I realized that 
um, it's not going to be everything to everyone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If you would like to have a guest spot on this show, email me by clicking the contact host button on voiceamericakids.com. Also, keep up with what's happening in Eco Junior's world. Log on to the iradioblog.com or Facebook Mario Richley Jr. or tweet me at EcoJr98. Let's take a break. I am Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You are listening to the Voice America Kids. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I am Mario Jr. and you are listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show. And our topic today is people. Is it really organic? (laughs) All right. Now... We were talking about how organic is changing, how organic is saying that we don't need bad criticism. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, as far as I knew or know, organic is the best to get. If you want healthy or the most nutrition nutrition food, Misha, what's your take on that? Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately... You can't really rely on the certified organic system to bring you healthier, more nutritious food. 
And so I've always said the only way to get truly organic food is to buy it from a farmer. Now, when the organic industry started, really, in the 90s, now, in my book, I explain it, it started in the 1970s, and, and before that, you can trace it back to the 1920s, but, but really, it started as an industry in the 1990s, right. and when it started, 100% of the organic food was local, okay. it was also domestic, right. but now, 80%, Mario Jr., can you believe it, 80% of the certified organic food sold is imported from places like China, Mexico, and Brazil. Wow. So I, I always tell people just, look, I, I support organics. I grew up in the industry, but don't buy organic food in a grocery store. You, you've only got a 20% chance that it came from, you know, this the, the, the country that you're in, let alone the area that you're right. in. So what you're saying basically is that if you're getting it from imported, you don't know what they're doing. They might have a different organic take on something, or they just might they they might really just have pesticides on them. Yeah, there's there's more likelihood of fraud. Okay. Now, mm. now when you buy certified organic food in the United States, it's all certified by the United States Department of Agriculture, whether okay. it came from down the road or whether it was imported from China. It's okay. still inspected by the USDA, but. <laughs> And here's the, the catch. <laughs> when they say they inspected it, they mean they looked at the paperwork. So you've got oh. some, out, yeah, so you, you, you've got some outfit in China, and, and they pay this fee, and they fill out the paperwork, and then there <laughs> you go. It's certified organic. And it's, wow. just, it's a complete free-for-all. Right. Now, when you, buy, when you buy from a farmer that you've met, well, you don't even need the paperwork. What do you care? You don't need a lab test. You don't need paperwork. You <laughs> right. know the farmer, and you trust him or her. And I always advise that, you, you know, you meet a farmer any way you can. The farmer's market's a good place to meet farmers. Okay, and then true. at least once a year, get out to their farm. Maybe ah. even help them and, and see for yourself. Make sure right. they're really organic. Most right. farmers would love to have you out to their farm. <laughs> so, wow. So they're actually so... In their case, inspecting is going through paperwork, not going there seeing what they're doing to their um, produce. That's right, Mario Jr. Yeah, it's all paperwork. <laughs> I did that for five years. Uh, I'll add that in addition to looking over paperwork and yeah. filling out a lot of lot more paperwork, okay. you also look around the farm. It's obvious. Right. But mm -hmm. in my five-year career, the paperwork grew and mm. it took over so a, a three-hour inspection which used to be divided half between the paperwork and half between looking around the farm mm. it just became all paperwork by the end of my five-year career wow and and no matter no matter how much looking around an inspector does um there's no testing now oh. president bill bill clinton wanted testing in okay. 1997 but by 1998, as I show in my book, it was it was taken out, and he was very disappointed. So what did Bill Clinton do? He didn't pass the National Organic Program. He left okay. it for oh, wow. uh, George Bush to pass. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's, mm -hmm. it's a real shame what happened there. Wow. So what do you think on that, Mom? Well, it's very interesting, and with us being uh, green certifiers as well, 
we would call that greenwashing. A lot of times uh, in, in our business as well, companies are going green. However, they're just purchasing their certification and not really taking the steps to actually go green. Right. So we would call that greenwashing. And it, it's interesting yeah. that it's going into our foods also. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because that that's a major thing. I mm-hmm. mean... How can you expect inspect something for just paperwork and yeah. not go to their produce or whatever they're doing? I that's mean, right. that's the real green. I mean, if they're doing, yeah, who cares about the paperwork? Right. What are they doing to their food produce? That's right. That's right. So, I mean, it's just amazing to me to hear that they're just checking on paperwork. We are, <laughs> yeah. we are getting down to the bottom line of <laughs> is it organic? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so, so you can see why I why I titled my book and my website is it organic? Because it, for me, I grew up in the industry. I can only imagine how you guys feel yeah, hearing this right. for the first time. But mm-hmm, I, I mm-hmm. grew up in the industry. I assumed everything that was organic was really organic, mm-hmm, and then right. I, I saw the ugly truth, and uh, it it really is ugly. It's it's just yeah. amazing. I'll say this: there's more testing of regular food than there is on organic food. Organic right. food becomes organic just by paying fees and mm-hmm. filling out paperwork. Mm-hmm. It's right. really a shame. It's right. really a shame. Exactly. You're listening to the Voice of America Kids. I am Mario Jr. And our topic today is, is it really organic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, what we're saying is fraud paperwork. Mm-hmm. So, what does eating organic do for the body? Mm-hmm. Ah, that's a great question, Mario Jr. I, I've um, now I mentioned earlier some people think I'm attacking the organic industry, and of course I've, I'm I'm not. I no. know you guys believe right. me, but any anyone who still thinks maybe I'm I'm secretly just trying to undermine the organic industry, they can look at my book. Okay, and I've got two whole chapters in it that answer your question, Mario Jr. What cool. are the benefits? The benefits are huge if it's really organic. Right. And they include things, obviously, first of all, the purity. Mm-hmm. So even okay. before you get to the good things, just the fact that there's no toxins in the food. Right. That right away, even if it's just normal food that had no toxins in it, that's that's just so much better for the human body. Also, right. plants have natural mechanisms hmm. for uh, fighting pests. Ah, and they often, okay. a plant will often emit a natural toxin, and wow. a lot of those natural toxins have proven to be good for us. So okay. it's actually good for you to eat a plant that was maybe um, attacked by some pests, but survived. Ah. That plant is probably better for you to eat than just a plant that, that just sat there and was protected for its whole life. Right, so it's almost like it's all natural. It's all natural. You know? Yeah. I like that. Well, let's see. Just to jump in there a little bit, guys, uh, Mario Jr. actually started a garden uh, in our backyard, and we're noticing we're doing it all organic. And (laughs) (laughs) one of the fun parts about that was starting the compost. Oh, yeah. That was that was like one of my favorite parts. Mm -hmm. Um, Just eating things and then putting all your banana peels, apple peels, Mm -hmm. celery, watermelon, (laughs) melons, I mean, all kind of stuff. Jump it up in the dirt, put it in there. When it rains, it goes away. You know, it's fun. And then the catch is 
when we put when we actually had seeds when we bought seeds for the dill and the basil sweet the sweet basil we found other things growing in our garden that we didn't even buy or (laughs) buy seeds for we so now Right now, we actually have watermelon, mm-hmm. melon, and cucumber. Yes, in our garden. <laughs> so we're like, now wow. <laughs> okay, and now, now you guys, actually, I can help you with this. Cool. That's actually a sign that your compost pile isn't getting hot enough. Ah. Okay. Understood. Yeah. No, no seed. There is no seed on Earth that will survive a good compost pile. So, the, so the, the first thing to do is make sure it's a pile. Never it's lay it out flat until you're applying it to the garden. A okay. good compost pile, it should be a heap. It's going to be And a you heap. can layer it. You, you, you lay out a few days of, like you say, Mario Jr., you know, orange peels and banana peels. That's lay them right. all out. And then put a little layer of dirt on top of them, and then either and then put leaves or grass ah, on top of that. Okay. And then okay. sprinkle it with a bit of water. Okay. And keep doing that day after day after day. Now, after about three weeks or six weeks, if you were really technical, you'd measure the temperature with a probe. Yes. But you're okay. not going to do that. Just leave it for a few weeks, <laughs> and then you have to take the whole pile and turn it. Now, if you're on a farm, if you're an organic farmer, you'll use a front-end loader. Oh. That pile <laughs> that you've created, it might weigh as much as a ton. Wow. Wow. That's how much... Yeah, after a few weeks, you'll be amazed how much we throw out. And, and it's okay, because that's natural. That's right. natural. And then, you, and then you, you, know, you sprinkle a bit of dirt on it, and then you sprinkle it with water, just lightly. And that, easily, after a few weeks, could weigh a whole ton. Now, you, now you, you don't have a front-end loader, because you're not a farmer, so you have to turn it by hand. And you want to turn it at least twice. Better to turn it three times. Okay. So that'll make now... Um, nine or ten or twelve weeks, right? That's right. right. And, and by then, if if you turn it three times and you keep it moist, at the end of ten or twelve weeks, I guarantee you there will not be one seed in there that will grow because it'll be fully composted. Wow, that's wonderful because we hadn't placed any more soil on it for that one reason. We were worried that more. Uh, fruits and vegetables would start growing, but now thank you for that tip. And we're not going to use that one for our green tip, but that was a great tip. (laughs) I love it. Well, if you would like to share your great green story as a guest, email me by clicking the contact host button on voiceofamericakids.com. Also, keep up with what's happening in my world. Log on to iradioblog.com or Facebook Mario Richley Jr., or tweet me at EcoJr98. Let's take a break. I am Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You are listening to the Voice America Kids. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal and then some. 
Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune in to Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I am Mario Jr. And you are listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green show. And your topic today is people. Is it really organic? Now, we were talking last segment on how you can change your garden into a full-grown compost. I love it. I now, love that's it. amazing. <laughs> now, yeah. well, before we jump back into the green, let me give you the riddle to the joke of the day. And, you know, I will give you the answer at the end of the show. How can you tell the ocean is friendly? Whoa. Now, let's see. <laughs> How can you tell the ocean is friendly? Now, we know Misha was the first person on right. the Mario Jr. Live and Green <laughs> show to get that uh, riddle, the answer there. So we're going to hold that until the end of the show. But yeah. it lets the listeners know it's possible to get it. All right. Cool. <laughs> now, yeah, back if, to if I can, mm-hmm. If I can get it, anyone can. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have to be naturally organic. They can't just buy being organic. Then you can get it. <laughs> That's great. Well, back to the green. <laughs> well, do you think it's possible for organics to take over where there's no more chemicals-based fruits and vegetables? Or do you think it's just a fad? Uh, well, I wouldn't say uh, it's a fad. Actually, to answer your question, neither is the case. Organics won't take over. Okay. But it's not a fad. It's real. And right now, organics is about 2 or 3% of the grocery market. Mm-hmm. And okay. I think it could comfortably grow to 10 or 15%, but that'll be it. Okay. Organics okay. is kind of like um, uh, a fine wine or, okay. or just wine in general. I mean, a lot of people just never drink wine. They, they just drink beer or something. Okay. And 
I, I that's how I think of organics, and it'll be a niche market, okay. but it won't be like uh, a niche market like caviar. You see what I'm uh, saying? That's yes. that's too much of a niche. Organic. Right. I would like it if everyone in North America bought organic food, you know, maybe once or twice a week and, mm-hmm. you know, spent 10 or 15% of their bill on organic. Now, of course, they should get it locally from a farmer they know, but that, right. that was the other question we already talked about. So, so yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a fad, okay. but no, it'll never, it, it should never take over mm-hmm. because organics requires, you know, roughly twice the land base okay. conventional farming does. <laughs> Well, thank you. So how do you think on that, Mom? Well, I'm glad to know that because, you know, when you're when you're talking to people um, as we're speaking on organic, we want to be able to say, oh, yeah, possibly everything will be organic. You'll never have pesticides. But I, I love understanding the bottom line and to know the real, um, you know, just the real aspect of what's going on across the world it makes it easier to like misha says if you don't go green 100 percent, do a little bit at a time right and that way you're going to make a difference right Mm -hmm. exactly that's 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 pretty much for everything you know i mean you don't have to do everything at once no you you can take your time Mm -hmm. and gradually get there you know you might not get there as soon as possible but you will get there i agree (laughs) Whoa. Can I also can I also add one thing to sure. that? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not just the the pesticides. See, being oh. organic is obviously you're you're right. We don't use pesticides. Right. We don't use synthetic pesticides. Um, but it's also let's go back to the composting. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, it also means we don't use synthetic fertilizer. It means we use ah. compost, like okay. we were describing. And that right. again, there's so much work involved. Like I I said. Even the household waste from your house mm-hmm. after a week or two with some dirt added to it and some water, it could weigh one ton. Wow. It's right. amazing how it adds up. And <laughs> from that ton of waste after a few weeks, you're only going to get a few pounds of hmm. nitrogen fertilizer. Nitrogen you're going to get a lot of right. other good things in there, but you're only going to get a tiny bit of nitrogen. Now, right. you could just go to a gardening store and buy a 100-pound mm. bag of nitrogen fertilizer and exactly. walk out of the store carrying it yourself. It's just, <laughs> it, so the, the difference between natural fertilizer and synthetic fertilizer, oh, it's huge. It's like it's more than 100 to 1, the difference. Whoa. So wow. there again, that, that's another reason why we're, we're not all going to be 100% organic. It's just right. there's just too much work involved in doing the composting. Thank you. Well, back, we're now going back to the work and the mm-hmm. difference. How did you find out this may be a major letdown for all of our organic activists? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, how did I find out? What? How did you find out this, that this organic letdown, meaning oh, that, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not really being organic? How? How did you find yeah. out this let, major letdown for organic activists? Mm-hmm. Well, two things happened. Um, I described them in my book. Uh, one was uh, during my third year as an inspector. I, I caught a guy cheating. Ah, he had okay. Roundup. And Roundup is the chemical herbicide made by Monsanto. Mm-hmm. And it's right. not allowed in, in right. organic production. And I found this guy had a, had a shed full of it. Oh, wow. And oh, wow. so I went out. I reported him, and we went out the next day, 
Okay. Um, I, I, I got another, I got one of the people from the certifying agency to come out with me. That was the agency that had hired me to inspect this guy. Mm -hmm. Okay. And mm -hmm. so we went back the next day and we collected samples from his field. Okay. So I thought we were going to test them, silly me. Right. <laughs> well, we didn't. We collected them. We put them in a bag. We put them oh. in the guy's trunk, mm -hmm. this, this guy oh. from the agency. And there was never a test done. That was the first thing that happened. That was a big awakening for me. Test was done, even though I caught this guy red-handed, basically. Right. Yeah. Now, the second thing that happened, <laughs> I found out all those first years, I, I, I was out doing uh, visual inspections and looking over people's paperwork, and I was told that other inspectors do the testing. That ah, I was told okay. Mm -hmm, there, mm -hmm. there is testing. And what I found out after this incident where I caught the guy red-handed, mm. um, I found out, no, there is no testing. Now, I mm. had sort of naively assumed that, well, it must be the senior inspectors doing the right. testing yeah. <laughs> or collecting the samples, sending them to a lab. Well, there I was in my third year. I, I, I was still really a, a rookie, I guess. But I pressed on through my fourth year and my fifth year and still... <laughs> There was no testing. By by my fourth year, wow. I had apprenticed. I had apprenticed four other rookie inspectors. Wow! So I was myself now. I was a senior inspector, you know, with five hundred farms under my belt, Whoa. and still, yep, no testing, no testing. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. No testing. So that's what really sort of shattered the illusion for me, Mario Junior. Well, you're listening to the Voice of America Kids. I am Mario Junior. And your topic today is, is it really organic? Let's go back. Mm -hmm. So, Misha, you were saying well into the fourth, fifth year yeah. working with apprentices that testing was being done. And I'm sure a lot of listeners have that same vision or same viewpoint that testing has to be going on behind the scenes. Right. Now, so are you saying that mainly now most tests are not done? There is there is no testing. Oh uh, my goodness. First, first of all, yeah, you're you're right. Most most people assume I, I would yeah. say all people assume exactly. that when something is certified organic, they assume it was tested. The example I always give is take a look at a light bulb. Don't burn your eyes out, but look at a light bulb okay. on the top. It says certified 100 watts. Right. And That's true. That, that word certified means they actually tested it. Right. To make sure it was 100 watts, right? Otherwise, yes. you're not getting your money's worth. Exactly. So when they chose the word certified organic, that was really tricky because most, wow. I, as I say, all people would assume, well, that means they're testing it. Right. And, and no, they're not. But I will say this. Mm -hmm. The deputy secretary of the National Organic Program, his name is Miles McAvoy. And okay. I've spoken to him. And I think he's on the right track. He wants to okay. start testing. But here's the problem. Hmm. He only plans to test 10% of oh. the farmers. Oh, wow. Now, he's going to test 10% of the domestic farmers, Right. Right. And you might recall earlier I said domestic farmers only fill 20% of the market. The, the rest of the 80% comes from China, Mexico, and Brazil. Right. Right. And right. Miles has no plan to test them. I, I frankly don't think he could if he wanted no. to. Mm -hmm. He right. should. Those Chinese <laughs> goods coming into the United States, they That's are right. certified by the USDA. Right. They are 
They are National Organic Program certified organic. So okay. he should have the authority to send an inspector to China. Yeah. In fact, there are already inspectors there. That's how the, the paperwork gets looked over. But Miles is, you know, all at once I respect him for trying to do the right thing. And then at the same time, I think it's just really a drop in the bucket. 10% of domestic farms is going to work out to testing less than 1% of all the organic food. And at, and at the end of the day, he hasn't done it yet. He's still just talking about it. So we'll wait and see what <laughs> Miles does. Well, hey, find out what, how you can be a guest on my show. Email me by clicking the contact host button on voiceamericakids.com. Now that's very interesting with that, how he's only talking about it. He's He's he he is on the right track. I can tell you that, but it's gonna be hard now. What's going on in China that's making it seem like they're not doing something right? I'm sorry. What's that? The just the last part, mom. Okay. Well, what um what we're thinking about right now with everything that's going on in China with the uh, after the. Um, the the flood, the tsunami, the tornadoes, things that are going on, and the nuclear waste that's coming up um, over. And we're still receiving vegetables and goods from China. So do you think there's a, a setup now where we things are being tested? Uh, no, not when it comes to organic. You see, the USDA has the authority to test incoming shipments. Ah. And, and yes, some of those shipments could be organic, but remember, they're they're they got their hands full. They, the USDA tests a lot of food, and they're lucky if they get to one percent of incoming shipments. So they're not targeting organic shipments. Just remember that Miles is still planning to do that. He's not doing it yet. Right. Um, but but the the bigger issue when it comes to organic is you, there really is no use testing the incoming shipment. You want to test it in the field. In the field. Yeah, because I mentioned Roundup earlier. Roundup dissipates in about 14 days. It goes inert as soon as it contacts the soil. And then it in the plant itself, it, it's inert within 14 days. Of course, by then the plant is dead. That's why you spray Roundup on it, to kill the weeds. Um, but you won't detect it in a shipment by the time it's in port in San Francisco or something. It will have all dissipated. So you need to be testing in the field to see if someone might be doing some, uh, you know, some surreptitious Roundup applications over in China. Understood. Well, let's take a break. I'm Mario Jr. Keep it right here. You are listening to the Voice of America Kids. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. 
we're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here. And because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Keep thinking green. You're tuned in to Alive and Green with Mario Jr. on Voice America Kids. Saving the planet one hour a week at a time. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program on Voice America Kids. I am Mario Jr. And you are listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green show. And our topic today is, is it really organic? And who's ready for that joke of the day? And your great green tip. <laughs> okay, okay, I promise in this segment you will get them. Here's the riddle to the joke of the day. How can you tell a ocean is friendly? How can you tell the ocean is friendly? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know, we know. You'll give it at the end? Yes, we okay. will give it at the end of the show. Fantastic. Okay, well, Mom, do you want to take this one off? Well, I tell you what, let's go right back into and in, go back into the organic. How's that? We yeah. were speaking a little bit on uh, the development in China and the food, the vegetables, fruits and vegetables that are coming over to the United States and how by the time they're on the ship, it's really a little late to do the testing. But where you really yeah. want to go organic and do testing is 
in the earth before. It's in the farms. Is that yeah. correct, Misha? Yeah, and the analogy to give is the Olympics. They don't test athletes after they go home. They test them during mm-hmm. the game because that's when the performance-enhancing drugs would be coursing through an athlete's veins if he or she cheated. Right. Yeah, so you, same with the crop. Those those prohibited substances that can boost your production, mm. doubling or tripling it, uh, those will be most evident, and in some cases only evident, in the field. Misha? Mm-hmm. Yeah? What do you think companies have to lean towards fraud-like activities? Oh, some companies committing fraud, right? Yes. Right. Yeah, well, it's the almighty dollar... But and it's not just companies. I, I in my book there are some companies definitely to blame. But it, it's it's human nature. It's the uh. individual. And I, if you know, it's like people who speed. There's nothing really wrong with it. I guess of course if you speed too much, you'll eventually hurt someone or hurt yourself. Mm-hmm, but speeding right. is kind of one of those things where you know we say okay, it's all right as long as you don't go too fast. And we're more likely to speed. And I, I say anyone who drives a car, no one, no one is a saint when they're behind no. the wheel. We're all more likely to speed when we know there's no speed traps in the area for whatever reason. <laughs> and as soon as you see someone who got pulled over for speeding, what do you do? You take your foot off the gas right away and you start going exactly the speed limit, not a, not a, a, a smidgen more. <laughs> right. and, and so it's the same in the organic industry. Um, what we have is there are no speed traps. There's no testing. There's no scientific analysis done um, on, on the field samples or on the crops or on the livestock. So it's just like if you went out tomorrow and in whatever city you're in, if suddenly the police, you knew they were on strike or something, oh, you could just imagine all the people who would be speeding, yourselves included, right? I mean, let's just mm-hmm. say that we'd all go a bit faster and then there'd be a few maniacs out there who would just be flooring it. They'd just be going crazy because it was a free-for-all. And that's, that's the analogy I would apply to the present state of the organic industry, unfortunately. Hmm. Wow. Now, what are some major tips you would give to someone if they want to stay away from organic fraud? The best thing to do, and I guess it would be my green tip for the day, Mario Jr., is, <laughs> is to buy from a farmer. Okay. A farmer you know. Now, that, that farmer could trick you, sure, but there's less likelihood that you'll be bamboozled by a farmer you've met, and you've met his family or her family, and you've seen their farm. You always have to get out to the farm at least once a year, maybe once every two years. And any farmer who doesn't want you ever to come to their farm, maybe they're hiding something, you know? Mm. Now, right. the one... One thing, Mario Jr., is never go visit a farm during seeding or harvest. Okay. That's like that's like visiting a woman when she's delivering a baby. <laughs> very very bad time to, to show up. But but most farmers they would love to have some help for the afternoon. Now they're not right. gonna let you with the tractor because you'll you might right. kill something. But love to have you you know help feed the animals or 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 maybe turn the compost pile something right. like that so that's the best way to get organic food and avoid fraud okay now yeah. since you know about some of the organic practices done by companies do you still buy organic food once in a while 
No, I never buy organic in the store. Okay. I buy it from farmers. I go to the farmer's market. And when I'm at the farmer's market, um, I don't even care if the farmer is certified organic. Okay. A lot of farmers are organic, and maybe they used to be certified organic. But getting all that paperwork looked over, it costs, uh, for a small farmer, at least $500 a year. Wow. And if you're actually running a farm uh, for your living... You know, you're not part-time, you're a full-time farmer. It's going to be at least $1,000 a year just to no. have your paperwork looked over. So mm. a lot of farmers are organic, but they're not certified. Understood. And it's up to you to decide if, if they're honest. But I just want to say to, you, to your listeners, don't assume that just because they're not certified that, that they're doing anything wrong. I right. mean, they could be the most honest farmer in the world. Mm -hmm. They just didn't want to fill out the paperwork and pay all the fees. <laughs> so wow. that's where you get real organic food. Well, you're listening to the Voice America Kids. I am Mario Jr. And your topic today is, is it really organic? Now, Mom, what do you think about that? How... How high, how how costly it yeah. is to have your paperwork signed. Whoa. Um, you know, it's, it's scary. It's scary. I'm glad we're having this conversation. And what I'm more proud of is that uh, someone your age, Mario Jr., uh, you're attaching yourself to the tough issues, speaking to uh, gentlemen like Mr. Misha Popoff that really are getting down to the bottom line because the only way to make a difference is to actually understand the truth. So right. I'm loving this. Now, yeah. Misha, yeah. now this is, this is one of the questions that I really like that <laughs> I thought of. Um, what are the main fruits and vegetables companies do most organic fraud in? That's a good question. I, I've seen people run articles. It's called the Dirty Dozen list, and oh, they're the okay. foods to they're the foods to avoid buying conventionally because they have a lot of bad things put on them, like toxins, and and so people advise you to buy them organic because then there'll be presumably no toxins on them. But okay. I I actually take the opposite approach. <laughs> um, whenever you see that list published. Again, it's called the Dirty Dozen. You know, strawberries are on the list, for instance, and oh, cherries okay. because they require a lot of pesticides. Oh. Whenever you see those foods being sold as certified organic, I generally say, well, there's, they're probably fraudulent then. And someone has, has gone ahead and sprayed them. They're just not admitting it, and they're pretending mm. that it's organic. Mm -hmm. So I, I would say anything anything could be fraudulently organic mario jr okay and i as i say take the opposite course that some people do when uh when picking out things like strawberries i i just don't buy organic strawberries ever i just don't believe anyone is growing them anywhere okay wow now misha you are a member of a wonderful organization helping farmers the ioia please tell our listeners the name of your organization and the mission. Sure. Uh, now, I, I don't actually belong to them right now because I'm not inspecting, but it's the International Organic Inspectors Association, and they trained me uh, okay. in the United States. And I, as I say, I was a member with them for, for about seven years. I remained a member after I did my last inspection, after five years of inspecting. And the International Organic Inspectors, all the organic inspectors in the world, basically, the exceptions are England. They have their own system over there and parts of Europe. But all of North America, uh, China, Mexico, Brazil, 
basically all of South America and Asia, all of the organic inspectors in those parts of the world, which is at least half of the world, they <laughs> all come through the ranks of the IOIA. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's almost time to go. No. And today we've been talking about, is it really organic? Oh, wow. It's been awesome. But before we go, how about I give you that joke of the day and the great green tip of the day? Wonderful. I think I'm ready for that one. <laughs> I know you've been waiting for the answer to the riddle. Here we go. First, let me say the riddle again. Okay. How can you tell the ocean is friendly? How can you tell the ocean is friendly? Now, that's a good one. That's a really good one. <laughs> okay, here's the answer. Now, Misha, can you take it away? <laughs> um, you can tell the ocean is friendly because it waves to you. It waves. <laughs> that is it. It waves to you, and it does that so well. <laughs> Well, and that's it does, and it and it and it does it over and over and over and over. Oh yeah, over. <laughs> almost like it's trying to make you come over there. It's like, come, come on over here. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay, and now here's your great green tip, Misha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my my great green tip is to only buy organic food from a farmer that you know. And the best place to meet farmers is the farmer's market, but, but don't stop there. You want to visit the farm. Everyone should visit a farm. It's, it's, it's more exciting than visiting the local fire department, something we've all done when we went to school, I'm sure. Everyone should get out to a farm, and I like to say get out there at least once a year. Just don't bother the farmer during seeding or harvest. Well, Misha, if someone wants to contact you for an interview, how would they do that? Up through my website, it's isitorganic.ca, and there's a contact me page there. And just make sure they, they, that it's isitorganic.ca. I, I don't use .com. Someone else has that, and uh, so it's isitorganic.ca. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Have... Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to the Mario Jr. Alive and Green Show. I am Mario Risley Jr. asking what are you doing to go green on VoiceAmericaKids.com. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Mario Jr. will be here again next week with another edition of Alive and Green. We hope you'll join us again too, right here on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, real kids, Real Talk Radio. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.